everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of the Untamed Rant. I am your untamed scribe, Erin, and as always, with me is the underestimated Crowley. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to be talking about the planes of existence. What? Yes. <laughs> All the variable planes from which you can die or visit for nice, lovely, death-filled vacations. <laughs> So just death is what you're saying. I mean, yeah, if you're not prepared. I mean, some of them you're aren't death. No, whatever. <laughs> they all hold on. To <laughs> it's just how it goes. So I'm going to ask first to start. Is there a particular plan you want to start with? Because we've got some juicy ones and I can't wait to dive in. <laughs> I think first we should start with defining what we mean by plane. Okay, sure, yeah. A lot of people are going to know, but some people might not know. That's true. We can't just assume. Although, hey, internet, what? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know a lot of rules for writing, but I know, like, not using the same word over and over again to describe the same thing is really good. You can't use the word you're describing in the definition, correct? That helps, <laughs> But, like, gets hard with plane when you're talking about things, because you can't necessarily say dimension. <laughs> that could be something different. different. Exactly. At least in terms of the context of D and D as well. Especially when we're yeah. playing like Brave New World. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. Realities and <laughs> dimensions and planes. planes. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so plane for is this. In the same reality. Mm-hmm. Correct. Dimension could work as another could word. Work. Um, I think we should probably stick with plane, though. Yeah, but plane is like, it's variable, because you have some <laughs> planes that overlap. Yes, some that bleed into each other. Yeah. Some, some that parallel. are directly connected in certain borders. Yeah. There's a lot of rules. Sometimes. <laughs> planes are planes. We are on a plane now. Remember how we told, said, yeah. like, not to def- use it in the definition? Well. <laughs> that just happened. Here you go. Welcome, internet. <laughs> You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. It, a plane is a potentially infinite, semi-bordered portion of existence. Yeah. Within one reality that may or may not have the same rules as others. It's not a bad definition. It may or may not be connected to others. I mean, out of anything that we could have said, like, uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. (laughs) So starting here, (laughs) we are on the material plane, as it's usually called, because that is where most things take place. We are material. (laughs) As people. Ah, people. spellcasters and whatnot. We're people, man. We're people. We're people. <laughs> we humans. Human, yes. So. So. Having now semi-defined it. <laughs> yeah, you guys know what a plane is. <laughs> yeah, you, you got this. You'll figure it out by the end of this. Look it up if you don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not going to help you. <laughs> it won't. Is there one that you want to start with? Because again. No. Okay. So, I Let's think. go through them. Yeah, I randomly, randomly, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> like true planeswalkers. Oh God, that would be fucking course, awesome. That's not really a good term to use either. If you're no, Magic the Gathering. Uh, Although, because that's, that's kind of like not different planes. There's like different realities. So yeah, like, don't use the magic definition of plane. I guess. 
Oh boy. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> Hopefully. Use words. You got this. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Use words. <laughs> All right then. Use your words, kids, and let's move on. Yeah. So. <laughs> words are good. I want to start with one of my favorites <laughs> because it is. It appeals to me. It's not one of the common ones. No. And it appeals to me just because of. I think because of the mystery behind it and like, well, we'll get, okay. So it's the plane of mirrors. Let's just start there. Plane of mirrors. The mirror realm. The mirror realm. Such a cool fucking concept. I love it. I love it so much because what we were discussing earlier too, like, okay, there's just infinite mirrors that you can walk through. But at the same time, another one of yourselves is walking Around. around, like, Mirror self. <laughs> Probably with a goatee. No, that's... No, not on me. But, yeah, I mean, maybe yours. <laughs> I... It intrigues me so much. I, I really, like... There, It would be great if we could just have a campaign based on, like, planar travel. But whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, you mean Planescape? <laughs> yes. <laughs> However... We've got enough games, A, and B, <laughs> that's for another time. Never enough games. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mirrors have always really intrigued me just because, like, regardless of D&D and that type of thing, but, like, you know, they say, like, oh, mirrors are the window to your soul and, like, all of these different things that just come along with, like, the history of the mirror. So it's just a cool concept mm -hmm. to play with in a game mm -hmm. where your characters just be like, you're in a hall of mirrors. Choose wisely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, crazy Brit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, I mean, not to, like, bring this into it too much because we're talking about planes, but, like, fucking great example. Doctor Strange, Mirror Dimension. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel like you're not about mirrors like I am, but that's okay. I understand. I'm not as hype. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's clear fact. <laughs> but you know, mirrors are cool. Oh, that that's it. Just mirrors are cool. There's, I mean, I think it's the book you're holding there, but there's a race of like mirror people that are pretty neat. I feel like it's part of this. They're like, uh... Which, oh, by the way, like, whole flesh looks like... It's, like, mirror sheened. It's, like... Yeah. Oh, it's in there. I forget this what is, they're called. So, the book he's referencing for what I'm the, holding in terms of this is the third, third edition, edition of the Manual of the Planes for D&D. Yes. &D. So, um, just so that you all are the aware. Nephirum, Nephirum, Rim, Neph... I think it begins with... I could look here. Yeah. You talk about your mirror world. <laughs> you I'll talk find, about your mirror world. I'll find world. the cool monsters. Yeah, so I I think the reason why it intrigues me so much, like I said, is because of all these different, like, the history of it, and, like, even even something as simple as, like, you know, Bloody Mary concept. You know what I mean? Like, there could just be Ooh, fucked up shit. Now we're talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it like just... ghosts and Yeah. Horror. So, so cool. There's so many things that you can do with it. As a player, as a DM, I I just, I love the idea of it. Hey, hopefully, maybe someday, I will find myself in a mirror plane. Maybe, hopefully not as a real person, but I think I'd still be cool. <laughs> maybe, if I could get out and survive. But that, you know, as a character, as a character in a D&D game, I think that might be a better option. <laughs> Probably. 
And it's not in this one. No. And are these, uh, just because I am not 100% sure of who you are referencing, because, you know, hey, I haven't done a lot of research on picture, the mirror plane. I can picture the image. Are they part of the, like, do they are they defined as, like, mirror dimension or mirror plane, you know? Oh, he's a getting up and he's getting a book, people. They're defined as a thing. He's going to find it for you. So we're just going to take a beat real quick while he does that. Yeah, no, it'll bother you. I'm sorry. So much going on over there. The cat's in the way. Shit is going down. But something else while he's searching. In terms of um, the plane of mirrors, there... There can be a mirror self, basically, is what we were discussing, what I mentioned. So it's created somewhere else on the plane of mirrors, and it's whenever somebody walks through or mirror walks onto this plane. It's identical in every way with the original character, as far as I understand it, except there are some exceptions to that, which can just be ridiculous. Oh, what book? Three, 3.0, third edition, Fiend Folio. Mm. The Nera. So while while he's looking a little bit more into that, just as as another thing for the mirror self, I love the fact that it's complete opposite of the original character. So lawful good mirror walker would spawn a chaotic evil mirror mirror walker. If the original self um has uh is carrying a mirror as equipment, the mirror isn't duplicated by the mirror self. And all other items that are held, worn, or carried by the original are duplicated by the mirror self. So mirrors themselves don't work, which can just be a mindfuck, too, because, I mean, again, my mind goes to classics like um, Bloody Mary and How Would You Defeat Her and that kind of thing. And if anybody's seen Supernatural, that episode that I'm loosely referencing right now, you understand what I'm talking about. So, and... The fact that the mirror self is an outsider, so technically, if it's slain in any way, it can't can't come back in any any way, which is pretty. Whoa. Well, yeah, <clears throat> duh. There's there's exceptions to every fucking rule, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other part of that is that the mirror uh, self can't uh, leave the plane of mirrors unless it slays its original self. So watch your fucking shit, because. <laughs> Bitches be wildin'. <laughs> that is, so that uh, just super appeals that's to no me. no ordinary doppelganger. No, and it, and it's like, it's almost in the vein of classic horror for what I think of. So it just, yeah, I, I dig it. <laughs> so what, okay, so what is this thing ca- actually called? The now Nira. that you have it. The Nira. Okay. The Nira are essentially, they're the rulers of the Plane of Mirrors, according oh. to the entry. Sweet. Um, and they look like... They're made of mirror glass, like... Yeah, they are. That's some fucked up shit, though. Um, and essentially, they're they're very contrary, um, but very uh, self-superior, thinking they're better than everybody else. Uh, they look through yeah. their little mirror portals, you know, getting views through uh, the material realm's reflective surfaces... And, uh, apparently they like to replace, uh, they like to kidnap people and then replace them with mirror replicas. Oh. Yeah. Devious as fuck. That's so great. I mean, horrifying, but great. (laughs) 
And I quote, The Mirror Twins are the first wave and act as sleeper agents for the moment when the Nearers can launch a massive force of their own. Assholes. (laughs) Just assholes. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. They have, like, some fancy, like, mirror-like abilities, like, spraying shards of mirror glass and shit. Reflective spell resistance, that's just, that's not really something you want to have to deal with. Yeah, no. Oh, and they can effectively shadow walk, but through reflective surfaces. Perfect. Because why not? Because why not? Why not jump from one mirror to another? (laughs) Don't go in a funhouse if you're fighting mirrors. (gasps) See? Horror. Horror. Horror D&D campaign. <laughs> horror bounce. I love horror. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay, so that that was the first one that's that I... That's your favorite. That, well, it's playing. one of my favorites, yes. Because, but again, like, we've never played anything in... It's anywhere in that kind of plane in any way. It's never been even no, a thing, so... We haven't. It would be, it would be cool. I think it'd just be really interesting and entertaining, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so that that's my first one that I definitely wanted to talk about. Do you have one now that you want to talk about? Um, if you don't, I have more. <laughs> I like the Far Realm. Obviously. Of course you do. <laughs> it's the Far Realm. Uh, it is essentially the plane which may or may not actually be a plane. It may just be existence mm-hmm. beyond the planes. It's D&D's <laughs> where Cthulhu comes from. Yep. Um, and pretty much it is just a plane of chaos and insanity. Like, I'm pretty sure the picture is like some dude in robes, except his head is a tentacle, and there's like slugs flying around. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much Give me anything Lovecraftian and I'll take it. The Far Realm is, like, developed for D&D as, like, the answer to, like, where do Illithids come from? Where do Beholders come right. from? Um, as D&D has made their own Lovecraftian pantheon, essentially. Yeah. Or, or not pantheon, so much as... Uh, bestiary. Yeah, um, that makes that. That's where they word. come from. And I think I great. mean I definitely agree with that sentiment because it's basically too intense for a mortal brain to handle without being damaged in any yeah, way. <laughs> it's not some place you could actually go except maybe on a one-off. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. Like you're probably gonna die. <laughs> I mean, just know that. <laughs> like, like, you could have walked around the Nine Hells before, and you like you don't want to go near that thing. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that place. Exactly. <laughs> um, anything specific that you wanted to mention in well, terms I mean, of the, the far? great thing about the Far Realm? There isn't anything specific. I know whirling maws of teeth eyeballs, and that's why you love it. I, I get it. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> it's indescribable. <laughs> Anything I say That's works. Why I love it. <laughs> I could True. I could say everything and nothing, and it would work. <laughs> I've said all I need to say. <laughs> or have I? Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> um, 
All right then, yeah. I mean, Fire Realm, it's, it's pretty I mean, much just yeah, fucking jumbled I can't, you chaos. You can't really man. say much more about it without starting to like really dive. I mean, we we had a Cthulhu episode, right? Yes, we did. We did. Go listen to that. Yeah, that essentially <laughs> will give you everything you need to know about the Fire Realm. Yeah. It's D and D's that episode. <laughs> it really is. It's D and D's Cthulhu for life. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, next one that I definitely want to mention is the Plane of Dreams. Oh, and nightmares. And Speaking nightmares. of Cthulhu, <laughs> exactly. Good segue, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, you could just talk dreams and nightmares, but there's exactly. a whole Lovecraftian version of those as well. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft, well. Is it Derelith? Maybe Derelith described it more, but there's the dream world and the nightmare plateau of Lang. Mm-hmm. That's some fucked up shit. I love it. <laughs> I I love the idea because the dream plane itself is just existing upon creative minds and just like oh As is the nightmare. You're right, exactly. Like it's the oh dark it's side just, of it. It's just there cause it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's cool. Is it comes out of like, like the subconscious yeah, so projections cool. of sentient beings, and like on top of that, like anybody who's ever been there is like, no, no, that shit's fucking real. I don't care if it's a dream world. I don't care if it's a nightmare state. It's fucking real. Might be both. <laughs> oh god, it's both. <laughs> well, the the nightmare realm and the dreamscapes are very important in uh, Luxara. Mm-hmm. Those, I... those are very large planes. Yeah, I know that you'll learn, that you'll learn <laughs> so much more about in the future. Um, I I like the idea too. Like, not only is it are these you know sentient beings just creating these dreams, but on top of that, it's like the dreams themselves are their own entity in my mind. Like, oh, right. we're just gonna go off and make our own fucking realm because we have to, right? You can like <laughs> manipulate it. Oh, so so cool. But it's like, what if you get there by falling asleep? The right. one if you die in it, and you probably die outside of it, too. Yeah. I mean, somebody could probably be like, oh, my God, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger shit. Like, yeah, okay, Exactly. Cool. You get not cut cool, in the dream. Cool, but not cool. You get cut in life. <laughs> you get cut in life. That's how you do it for D&D. Uh, yeah, just get, get cut in your dreams. Get cut in life. I think it's... An interesting journey to take a character on, though, mm. for sure, because it's like, well, what we're gonna we're well, gonna fall asleep together, like curiosity. what you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my curiosity is like if it's a whole plane, mm-hmm. so it exists. What goes on there naturally outside of the influence of dreamers? Dreams. Yeah. Like what? What about the things that have just evolved within the dream outside of the right? influence of dreams? Like. And that's the Natives other part. of yeah. the dream and nightmare realms. Exactly. Those are terrifying ideas. Like, Even the what... dream ones could be... Because after, you know, you wake up, basically, mm-hmm. that dream is probably going. It's still it's still right? existing. It's an ever-expanding well, yeah. plane. Yeah. Like, what... what... Like, through time and yeah. populations, it just gets bigger and bigger and more and more tacked onto it. Like, what have you just left for the for that world? Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, could be horrifying. Could be great. You know, nice dream. Mm-hmm. Could be fucking horrifying. Right? 
oh man, imagine if some of like my dreams are like out there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> like uh, Lovecraft's dream world, you can visit it in your dreams, but you can also travel through certain ghoul infested tunnels and come out at the gates to the dream world and travel through the Zug forest <laughs> if they don't eat you. <laughs> Good luck. Um, and end up in uh, the cat city, Ulthar. Talk to some cats. Pretty cool dudes there. Uh, or you could end up getting, you know, uh, stolen by the people of Lang and sold to slavery. Or fighting giant Lang spiders on the Nightmare Plateau. I mean, you're, you know, you're taking a risk no matter what you do, really. That's fine. Right? Yeah, a just... night gaunt could come and capture you and just tickle you to death because that's that... what they do with their faceless That heads. is terrifying. Because, okay, They're big, real quick segue. diabolic looking Dude, creatures. No. That no. with elongated <laughs> purple horned faces, but there's nothing there. there. No nose, no mouth. Mm-hmm. And they pick you up, fucking tickle you. Till and you they die. feed off of your emotions, of your fear and your laughter. Until you die. And then when they're done feeding, they just drop you to your death. See, that, that's horrible. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrifying to me because, quick segue. I hope you have a nightmare. I had I had a nightmare when I was younger, and it's so fucked up. When I was younger, I had a nightmare that I was being chased by, like, a legit vampire. Not like, oh, Twilight bullshit, all this stuff. No. Legit vampire wanted Dracula. to kill me. Strahd. <laughs> yeah, Strahd. And I was in this department store, but, like, I was trying to, like, hide and didn't work out. Can't hide. No, I, uh, clearly I yeah, exactly. hear your heartbeat. Yeah, I was dead, dead when I got there. So <laughs> the, this vampire caught me, but I, again, I'm young, so I'm a young version of myself. Yeah. Like I don't know, eight maybe. Mm-hmm. And this this vampire has these long, thick, gross black nails, man, and started to like rip my stomach open. So like to be held by something that's tickling me would like make me have PTSD about this nightmare and I'd just be like, no fucking drop me. I'm dead. I quit. I just I need to write this down. <laughs> Horrifying. Horrifying. One of the few nightmares from my childhood that I still remember too. Like vividly. Like <laughs> good to know. I just got I was getting ripped apart. Like my stomach was just getting ripped apart by this fucker. Like that's it. And then I woke up. Eviscerated. <laughs> Eviscerated. <laughs> Gross. It was just gross. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so something like that, that's just like, I'm going to tickle monster you to death. You, fuck you. Fuck you. So much. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> just kill me. It's fine. So yeah. Um, nightmares. <laughs> and dreams. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till you guys like have to deal with more of that kind of thing in Luxara. I mean, whether you go there or not, who what, knows? Yeah, whatever like, happens. Just yeah, exploring because I have many ideas for the cosmology of Luxar and nightmares and dreams are very important. Great. Although you did make that clear in both of the campaigns we have going, I'm pretty sure because, like, um, well, no spoilers. Yeah, there are certain char- campaigns. Yeah, there, some there's, stuff has started yeah, to come up, and there are certain characters who have visions or dreams. That are important. Oh, I like visions and dreams anyways. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, remember it being super important in this particular case. Because of the... Cosmology? Yeah. Right? Isn't that what Nicola... Yes. Yes. 
Yes. I, I've, I've, the, for a second, I thought I was confusing another. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm confusing something right now because there's too many campaigns going on. <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. If you're wondering what she's talking about, there's a little bit of information on the blog about the yeah. Luxara and the Titans and the fact that they're trapped in constellations and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. but then, also, and you then you can list- wait for more episodes. Yeah, you should listen to those episodes. Will hopefully be coming soon when Michael yeah. stops working 80 hours a week. Shout out to Michael. Stop working. <laughs> <laughs> Do our jobs, which we don't pay you for. <laughs> no. We appreciate Michael for making it sound better than I can make it. Yeah. For sure. No offense to you. Anyhow. <laughs> There's a reason he's working overtime and has freelance work. It's true. It's true. All right. So, moving on. So, nightmares and dreams. Yes. Crazy to think about. And if you haven't noticed, we've been talking about odd planes yes not not your standard dungeons and dragons planes true um these are actually planes that might come up in a variety of games yes um pathfinder um, was one as well that we were pathfinder's got a pretty about. standard D D set just because yeah. it's D based but like I don't know, a supernatural game or a yeah, modern yeah. game or a contemporary game. But, but that's game. the thing, too. You can take any of these and put it in oh, any of that. But so, like, which I think just goes hand in hand for anything we talk about for D&D-wise. These are like uncommon <laughs> yeah. in D&D, but like over the whole genre of supernatural fantasy sci-fi, probably more widespread. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. So, next plane, if we want to touch on it. Astral plane? Um, or yeah, you? we could touch on the astral plane. I mean, plane. it's not, I'm not going you know, to go into a lot of detail with it, but it's one of, I feel like uh, we should mention it. Or the astral sea, as it is sometimes yes. called. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the astral plane, um, cause it's like, it's like the plane that can, in my, the way I look at it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the plane that contains all the other planes. Right. Like, um, I guess the way you could kind of look at it, which dimensionally isn't really true. <laughs> hmm. Oh, a way you could look at it is like you got the ocean, right? Yeah. The ocean is the astral sea. Yes. And the different planes are like the different parts. So like a tide pool mm-hmm. could be its own, is its own plane. Plane, yes. And it's got its own denizens and its own thing. And... You know, every high tide, it connects with the shoreline plane. Exactly. And then you got, like, the deep ocean plane yeah, and yeah. the surface plane and um, different locations within mm-hmm. those planes and stuff. So, like, the Astral Sea is, like, the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I like the Astral Sea because you can, like, you can get lost forever. Just, ba- like, space. Yeah, that, just, like, yeah. lost. Shit. Um, <laughs> but the Astral Sea also has, like, floating moats. Of civilized land, or the mummified bodies of gods that never were, mm. um, yep. and like pirate ships full of gith in the D and D universe that mm-hmm. just want to like take you over or whatever, um, and then just swirling pools of color that are portals to other planes and will take you there. The Astral Sea is cool because, like, yeah. it can be a gateway to other things. I love gateways. Just, the, just 
I, th- I feel like that kind of shit and kind of t- is real. The actual like, scene brings know? to mind for me, which we mentioned before when we were talking about uh, what we were going to talk about, mm-hmm. is Sigil. Yes. The city of doors. The home base of the Planescape mm-hmm. um, setting. Yeah. Um, the Planescape setting. It's basically a donut. And on the inner edge of... It's a three-dimensional donut that is hollow. And on the inner edge of the donut is City. Mm-hmm. With the gravity going towards the floor, no matter where you are. Yes. So you can just see City all around you. And... It's called the City of Doors because it is a planar nexus. You can find doors to all different planes. Yeah. Um, and Sigil is kind of the basis, like, semi-basis, I took inspiration from it, for The Way In. Which is just a bar mm-hmm. that has access to different realities instead of different planes. Who knows what other rooms the way in has? Maybe, maybe you could <laughs> go to other in. planes. <laughs> Probably. Oh, well, I had man. to call it the way in. I know it was you a had. Nice yeah. play on words. It was so good. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's the best. Right. <laughs> that was clever. <laughs> um, but sigil is cool because it's like the setting is very uh thought provoking and heavy if you want it to be because it is a multi-planar setting there's like room for many different philosophies from the different planes and what is accepted and stuff so yeah it's an it's definitely an interesting concept especially yeah. when you're looking at it in the book like you it's just a, this giant donut and you're like what ruled by <laughs> ruled by the lady of pain which right? may or may not be a <laughs> goddess May or, may or something greater than a <laughs> goddess. Like, no one knows, but no one messes with it. Yeah, her. nobody's going to ask. Like, <laughs> you know better. <laughs> yeah. They call her the Lady, lady of, of Pain. pain. <laughs> get she your... might not be a lady even. We don't know, but it... Don't ask. Don't even... No, get your shit together and move on. <laughs> <laughs> do what she says. He says, it says, they say. <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um... So the Astral Sea and Sigil. Yes. They're they're fun places. The Astral Sea especially, because, like, you could, like, do a whole... It would be a high-level campaign, but you could do a yeah, whole you would have Astral Sea exploration level. campaign. Yeah. That would be so cool. Just, like, you just find, like, a moat of some dead world, or, like, you could... a dungeon built into the mummified corpse of a god that never was. We could try to do, like, a fourth edition... <laughs> Listen, we are, high level. <laughs> we already got a fourth edition campaign. We got to play. I know. Listen, you're the one who said, "Hey, not never enough games." Listen, listening. I mean, if you guys stop doing other things and play oh. every day like I want to, <laughs> I'm free. No, oh, okay. Where are you guys? Uh, busy. <laughs> busy. Well, you guys need to stop. I will or let the rest of the team with the know. Right things. Like, come on. Um, Work and shit. Definitely want to mention elemental planes. Yes. Because, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So, There's so many ways to do the elemental planes. I know. Um, separate planes, overlapping yes. planes, one giant plane. plane. Um, which, if I am, yeah, which if... I, I really like the 5th edition... Uh, picture yes of and, the way they have it just and fifth edition me, 
take out the center area with the Feywild, the Shadowfell, and the Material Plane. Yeah, I like to yeah. see it kind because I like to think of the planes abstractly, mm-hmm. um, and I think that defines their interaction with those planes a little too succinctly. But I like to picture the elemental planes kind of like the game Asteroids. Yes! <laughs> where any individual plane is like the game Asteroids, but when you go off of a side, and it could be any side necessarily, right. and it could be an infinite distance away. They're potentially infinitely big. Yes. Um, but I like to think that each of them overlap with each other, and not just in like a classical circular notion, although that's what they depict here. Yeah, it is because what they depict here. I can picture like um right now we have the plane of air and the plane of earth on opposite sides, not touching in any way. Mm-hmm. But like I can imagine like this floating crystalline mountain mm-hmm. in the plane of air that is yes. attached to the plane of earth. Totally. Yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? And, and just so that everybody who's listening gets a reference for this, this is, uh, he, like Crowley mentioned, it's 5th edition. It's page 57 for those who are curious, mm-hmm. and it's in the DM's guide. And it's a beautiful picture. It's really well done, but I do agree. I think, like, the, the um, like Shadowfell, the Feywild, and Material, and, yeah. yeah, I think you just get... Like, they have this ice plane that is between yeah. the plane and water and air, which is really cool, and, like, just the firestorm... And, uh, like, magma fields and stuff, but... And then, like, plane of water and fire right, are also opposites. Opposite, yeah. But, like, I can picture, like, this giant, like, roiling ball of rock and magma constantly spewing smoke and steam. Kind of like a heat vent in the yes. bottom of the ocean. But because it's in the water, water plane of yep. water, it's just this sphere yeah. that travels through the plane of water that connects constantly to the plane moving, of fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, in the plane of fire, just, like, in the middle of a obsidian plane, like, these hot springs of water. Yes. Yes. You know? That's like, more of what I picture. I don't see why, like, I understand, like, the whole alchemical, like, these are opposites and they cancel each other out. Which I, I like get. that. I get. But yeah. I still think they should, there should be interactions and really cool interactive places. Absolutely. Like, a way, a way to connect them. Mm-hmm. That's not standard or the norm of like, right. oh, they're just opposites. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> stay away from each other. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they do, but not all the time. Exactly. <laughs> um, in terms of the elemental planes, though, I mean, I- it's just a really cool way to mess with primal forces. Yes, like. To go back to, like, the Greek alchemical yeah. ideals <laughs> and just, or, um, you could go with the, oh, uh, I'm not going to say it because I can't remember it and I'm not sure I can pronounce it right even if I looked at it, but the, um, the, um, is it Japanese in origin? It's Asian in origin, but it's the okay. five element. Uh, system where instead oh, right. of earth you have metal. Yes. Um, and they call it wind instead of air. air. Mm-hmm. You have fire. You have water, and you have wood. Right. And in terms um, of earth, like right. for earth, yeah, yeah, like earth is kind of split off into metal and wood, but metal more associates with what we think of as earth. Exactly. And wood is like the life element, Men- like because mm-hmm. the Greeks had ether, 
but that was kind of like an overarching element. But instead, the five element has the wood, which deals with life. And then the overarching element that's like, instead of like overarching, encompassing, it's behind it. It's the void. Yeah. The absence. Yeah. Which I really like. Um, Yeah, I also do not know how to pronounce that. I'm not even going to try. But I like the idea of like an element, like an elemental plane that has all these sections because you could interpret it. Either way, way, if yes. you wanted to. Absolutely. Um, so, something else that we were... Also, lightning's awesome. <laughs> Skyfire. Also, <laughs> also Skyfire. <laughs> um, Give me a list of spells, I'll pick the lightning one. <laughs> Fae. Uh, yeah, uh, Fae Realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Fae Wild these days. You know, uh, you In do. third like edition, you, you didn't really have... Feywild. Um, they kind of mention it in the back of the Manual of the Plains, but yeah. it wasn't, like, a predominant thing. That was that happened in 4th edition. Was that 4th? Yeah, where it became a thing. Oh. Um, and the Shadowfell 2 was 4th edition. Okay, yeah, before, yeah. The, before 4th edition, there was a Plane of Shadow. You got this. There was a Plane of Shadow, which was very <laughs> similar to the Ethereal Plane. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like the Shadowfell because it creates, it's like a combination of the Plane of Shadow and like a spirit world. Exactly. Um, it's a place of music and death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like shadow reflections of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the sh- you can do a lot with what the Shadowfell represents. So I, I like that. But I, I love the fairy realm. Because yeah. it's like, it is where arcane power mm-hmm. and nature meet. And the fa- yeah. it's where so many different things come from. Like, instead of just having, like, sprites and dryads and whatever, right, like, right. you have a home. And, like, yeah, because you can go back to Tirnanook. Tirnanog? I don't know. Someone's going to yell at me for pronouncing it wrong. I think the it's, the Celtic Otherworld. I think it's Tunanog. Tunanog. I think so. Um, and again, somebody's going to yell at yeah, us. <laughs> the, the Otherworld, the where other these world. things came from. I love it. And I, I love using that as my basis, because, like, portals there are, like, standing stones and circles of mushrooms and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so I, cool. I love that. Yeah. It's so interesting. And, and the guess- Seely and Unseely Courts... Just super fun. I love Faye because they're like, they just are. Yeah. Like, some of them are straight up evil, but some of them are just douches. Yeah, they do not give a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> right? Straight up, no fucks are given. Yeah, a lot of fun you can do with those. I love, um, which, you know, I I guess a tiny spoiler, which isn't really a spoiler. Spoilers. Spoilers. I'll edit it out if it's a spoiler, guys. Um... But <laughs> God no, damn it. Um, but in the Pathfinder game that we're turning into the fifth edition, I think we determined yes. now, right? Instead yes. of fourth, uh, we're no, com- we're gonna do fourth. Edition. Oh, we are gonna Instead do fourth. Oh, okay, I thought you changed it's that again. Be high-powered. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, so fourth edition that we still have yet to do. However, my character in that is looking for way back into the Fey realm and is. Looking for a circle of mushrooms in so, particular. <laughs> yeah. So a little more detail for people to understand. Where this is. <laughs> like just uh, it's... essentially, and I'll have 
hopefully the page up soon on the new site. But that world is essentially in my mythos, cosmos, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Is like a combination of all my various D&D idea worlds, but also kind of the Pathfinder D&D generic worlds. And we were playing Pathfinder, and we were using the Pathfinder gods and stuff. Yeah. But my storyline involves, like, the smashing together of reality. So, like, think Marvel's, like, worlds. Like, <laughs> like a less um, obvious and obtuse version of Battle World, which happened <laughs> two years ago or whatever. Um, valid, valid. <laughs> so she's like a very Pathfinder-esque gnome looking for the Feywild, which in her reality that was, yes. is long lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the new reality, which they had just started coping with the idea that things have begun stabilizing, maybe, if they can maybe end, stop the end of the world. <laughs> um, the Feywild could appear and a god may or may not have revealed that she could find a way to it. <laughs> but to look for the circles. So she's just obsessed with circles. Yeah. <laughs> just looking everywhere for circles. Mushrooms. Hoping. hoping for mushrooms to be circles. Yeah. Looked for rocks. Build it. I'm just looking for circles. Yeah. <laughs> Obsessively. <laughs> um, don't you have a group of druids, like, coaxing back to life? A certain a dead area? circle of mushrooms that you found. Yeah, and that's why that's yeah. why I think it's there, but I haven't I haven't been able to yeah. go back. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe that's it. Hopefully. That's a little more backstory on why she's so obsessed that's, with yeah. the circles. <laughs> obsessed with circles. Hey, wild. <laughs> no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on the Shadowfell. Do you want to get more into that a little bit? Or um, no? I like the Shadowfell because it gives you somewhere to put uh, necromantic. Energies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I like it because it really... Because undead are unnatural. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, are they? If there's a whole plane where they just naturally occur? Probably not. <laughs> like, Depends I like playing with the idea... It, exactly, that's what I like playing with the idea of, like... Well, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, and, as we say. Yeah. Yes, and. <laughs> so... I like the Shadowfell. I like, like, the original Shadow Plane was kind of cool because, like, oh, you're hiding from shadow creatures and stuff. But it was so very vague and, mm-hmm. like, almost too dangerous. I like the idea of something that is, like, a shadow reflection of the regular world and, like, maybe vampire cities. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm pretty sure there's also, like, some connect, Like, the dark in general holds sway there. Yeah. So, like, I could see, like... A section of the Shadowfell that, like, touches on the section of the Feywild and, like... Yes. Werewolf packs just roam free like barbarians on the material plane. That, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is why I love the plane. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can do so much cool stuff. Mind blown. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like the Shadowfell and I like the idea that it affects you if you're there for too long. Yeah. Like, it seeps into you. Uh, the way the Feywild does, but in a much different and specific way. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those places. Yeah. <laughs> like so many of the places. <laughs> right? But you could have like a sprawling city that is 
a necropolis. Yes. That has people living there, in there. That mm-hmm. are all like ghouls. And it makes me think of, to go back to Lovecraft, like Lovecraft's ghouls were intelligent and lived underground. Not that D&D ghouls aren't intelligent and talk, but like right. you don't really see it and they don't really say it. They just kind of give it that intelligence score. Right. And some languages. And, and call it good. <laughs> call it good. But Lovecraft, like, Carter on his way to the Dreamlands had talks with the ghouls and the ghoul kings and their enemies with the gugs. And, like, they have a civilization. I mean, they eat flesh and stuff, but, like... It's a civilization. Exactly. Um, and I think Pathfinder... Uh, not Pathfinder, sorry. Kobold Press... Mm-hmm. Their, like, world, I can't remember what it's called, but a lot of the monsters from Toma Beasts are in there. They have, like, a whole series of ghouls, and I think it's, like, the Iron Kingdom, the Bone Iron Kingdom, something like that. And, mm-hmm. like, it's cool stuff because they got, like, a whole civilization of ghouls. So they have all kinds of different ghoul stat blocks and, like, special ghouls. That's and, awesome. Like, ghouls that have starved for too long. long? Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, though. see, like, the Shadowfell lets you do stuff like that. Exactly. Um, another one of the, uh, planes that we wanted to discuss were, like, the heavens and the hells. Like, the nine hells. <laughs> Before we get there. Uh-oh, you had a thought. jump back to the ethereal plane, because we mentioned it. Yeah. I you really, had another thought. <laughs> I like the ethereal plane, because it's, like, it's travel plane. Mm-hmm. But less far away than the astral plane, because right. it's, like, um, congruent with the plane you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, the way I always visualize it is like when Frodo puts on the ring. Exactly. In the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, he can see everything, but it's all like distorted black and, and white. Warped, it's all yeah. neg- negated out, mm-hmm. negated out, um, and distorted. And he can see everyone, but they can't see, see him. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like the ethereal plane because it's like, it's a way to explain, like, where souls go. Like, they could travel the oh. ethereal plane to get to the other planes. planes. Um, mm-hmm. It's where ghosts reside when they're stuck. Um, and it allows you to, like... It allows you to do some fun stuff. Yeah. And there are some cool monsters they've created that, like, just live on the ethereal plane. Like, thought eaters. Those are terrifying, um, by the way. <laughs> Not a, No. You don't like, like... No. <laughs> ghostly skeletal platypus psionic monsters i'm gonna go with a solid no <laughs> they're awesome guys don't look him in the eye though you never look anything in the eye <laughs> um yeah the ethereal plane's cool because it's like there's just there's a lot you can do with it and you just like play with the ghost aspect of it yeah. you could like travel it it's it's fun yeah um did you want to mention anything? I just wanted to go into like, the ethereal plane. I got plane. you. All right, cool, cool. Since we had mentioned it before, we got on the alignment track. <laughs> so, Hells and Heavens. Hells and Heavens. Hey. And more. And more. <laughs> uh, there why the Great Wheel is the Great Wheel. Exactly. Because it makes a big circle when you choose to do it that way. Uh, but D&D's been about alignments forever. Yeah. Uh, and... I believe it's third edition is where you get the the nine alignments. And as a result, you have like the different planes where the representative gods live. Yeah. Um, Some of them are very simple. You have just straight law 
and order is like Mechanus, which is all gears and where the yes. Modrons are from, I believe. Um, the Hells. Yeah. I mean, devils and demons are always like the easiest to describe because, like, in D and D, because devils right. are evil law. They like contracts. They like order. Right. And they come from the nine hells. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know where nine hells came from. Right. Faust, maybe. I don't know how many there used to be in Renaissance and pre-Renaissance era. Right. Uh, descriptions. Um, but then you have the abyss, which is chaotic evil. Demons destroy everything. We don't give a shit about nothing. Fuck it up. And basically there's an infin- infinite amount of those. Yeah. And they can be any kind of horrible hellscape you want and mm-hmm. are much less defined, um, which is fun. <laughs> fun. But then you've got like, a whole range of heavens and like chaotic places like Pandemonium. Yes. Um, Hades. Oh, God, Hades. Is Hades one of the nine hells? Um. Well... I have here. You got the book there. Yep. And this, the the book again for this one um, is going to be 4th edition uh, mm-hmm. Manual of the Planes for D&D is what I'm looking at. Um, what, which, I'm sorry, I've totally just spaced on I was just wondering if Hades is its own plane or if it's one of the Nine Hells. Because I know Pandemonium, I'm pretty sure uh... classically is a place in hell or... See... As Definitions far, are useless. Yeah. yeah. When we're as far about these as things. far as the nine hells, uh, Hades is not listed as okay, one of the nine so hells. Okay. So see, because I, I know Hades is one of the big planes. Yes. So it's a whole separate plane, even though Greek-wise, it is effectively hell. Yeah. It's it's a whole plane on its own, mm-hmm. and um, that one is. As it states, you know, we're talking about the Great Wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is referenced in uh, fourth edition uh, book that I mentioned. Um, it's saying that it's basically the worst parts, like the worst parts of the Shadow Stuff, <laughs> as Neat. far as Hades goes, because um, it's just straight evil. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to think of other hell places. Carcery, I think, is also from Greek mythology. Is that one of the hells, or is that its own plane? Uh, that's a prison plane. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What are the nine hells? So, nine hells, and if I pronounce any of these wrong, correct me. Um, Avernus is one of them. Then another one of them, that's the the first hell. Second hell is Dis. Third hell is Minurus. Fourth hell, oh god, I don't even know if I can pronounce this. Phlegathos? Oh, yeah. Sure. So yeah, like, these are all pulled from different mythologies, but yeah. it's very align. It's it's all so very alignment based, and they have very specific yes. interaction rules. And like, there's there's good ones too, and they take like Elysium. Is, yes, that's uh, that's the main is one, one of yeah. the good ones. Mm-hmm. I think it's the chaotic good one or the neutral good one. Uh, Elysium... There's also like the. The Beast Hills or something? Uh, Elysium is uh, known for kindness and compassion. So it's a refuge for planar travelers, actually. Oh. Indeed. So it's... it's it's. And which book's that one? That this, description of that, that That one is in the uh, DM's Guide for 5th edition. Okay. So, 
Because I know that they, like, get tweaked a little bit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, definitely. Each edition, um, yep. Like, I like the idea of the Great Wheel and all these heavens and hells, but I also feel like it's not quite so simple as that. Yeah. I feel like it implies, and, like, I don't really go whole hawk into what is written in terms of these things, but the Great Wheel really implies that, like, you can, like, you get through them in the wheel. So, like, lawful evil is connected to lawful neutral and evil neutral plane. Right. So, like, there's a border there that you can get from one to the other, but, like, and, like, the river sticks runs through the hells, but... Mm -hmm. I like to think the river sticks runs through even more places than that. I probably. I would agree with that. I I feel I in my mind I think of it as running right? through more more deeply than that. And like I feel like there's more planes than the, just those. Like there's plenty of planes for the dead, but what about like when angels die? Right? Is there a plane for dead angels? Like I, I think there's a lot more room for more and like some weird interactions Actions. depending mm -hmm. on how you want to run your game and how things are going and what specifics you're talking about right. just like alignment is way less off, um, like set in stone yeah yeah exactly and the labels imply yeah i i would say that the the heavens and hell type planes are also much less set in stone exactly um one of the last couple of planes we wanted to mention that's on our list here is positive and negative, which I think we've touched on a little bit. Kind of. Kind of. Um, Not a whole lot, really but kind of. They don't exist anymore? Nope. Positive and negative energy aren't really things anymore. They were third edition things, maybe beforehand. Yeah. Um, I think and they're Pathfinder things. Yeah. Uh, they're exactly what they sound like. They're like kind of elemental planes they're, but they're not, energy planes yeah um and it's po it's not good and evil it's positive and negative is, but yeah. what that's essentially turned into is radiant and necrotic right um and so like negative energy plane kind of like gets like absorbed by the shadow fell in terms of Necessity. necessity, yeah. Um, and the positive energy plane just kind of fizzles, fizzles out, out <laughs> yeah. because it can the, the various heavens can right, explain yeah. it. Um, and I feel like they they were just there to mechanically give you positive and negative energy before radi like because before they had like acid damage, they had force damage, they had like elemental damages, yeah. Um. I don't even know if there was psychic damage. I don't think they had psychic damage. I don't think so. But 4th edition introduced more damage, damage. types. Yep. Um, including psychic and radiant and necrotic. Mm -hmm. um, and I like the idea of radiant and necrotic much more than positive and negative energy. Right, exactly. Which is why I think it's, you know, obviously it's kind of all fizzled out or been rolled into something else. Right. And to go back to the Shadowfell, that's why I like necrotic too, is like it implies that it's like a natural energy type in the universe. Mm -hmm. So like, is undeath so <laughs> terrible? Terrible? I mean, it's pretty bad. Bad-ish? Like, <laughs> 
Can you even eradicate it if it's a natural component to the universe? Yeah. Ah, such a good question. <laughs> um, so in terms of the planes themselves, definitely want to touch on and talk about navigating the planes. Because there are different Trusty. Yeah. Because there are different ways that you can or cannot do that. For example, don't just try to like walk through a mirror. You're gonna hit do your it. head and you're not gonna make it. Try it. <laughs> Only Some... one way to find out. <laughs> Some things require Running spells. dive. <laughs> Running dive will break your neck. <laughs> you break the mirror. Maybe your nose. Seven years of bad luck, man. Nobody wants that. It's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. No, I'm not traveling with that party member anymore. <laughs> you would be that party member. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so definitely portals mm-hmm. portals are dime a dozen as far as i'm concerned it's hey we're gonna take a portal all right <laughs> you know when you especially when you get up to, when you well when you get up to higher level like i'm talking about in terms of like commonality portal is very well, definitely more likely to find them later yes um, so portal, um, crossing. So basically a place where the veil from a list. Yeah, dude. Fourth edition book. Uh, hells to the, yeah. Okay. Just in terms of like a general list. This Some gave people a, know where we're getting yeah. the definition. Oh, I know. But this like, game, that's a, not what it is. I play third edition and it says this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. A, well, we're, th- we're reading a different one. <laughs> and again, this vague is, overview guys. This is just a, yeah, a vague overview. Like a, Hey, these are some good. We're trying to give you ideas. Points. That's it. <laughs> Trying to tell you how to play your game, just yeah. God, calm down. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> so crossing in terms of like a veil between two different. Yeah, worlds. it'd be like you know when that one Fey city shows up every full moon. Exactly. Um, a world fall, basically. A what world fall? So like a waterfall for. Bit sure, yeah, basically. <laughs> um. So, like... People just fall out of the sky. So, like, in terms of, like, you know, when we talk about, like, a, a bleed in between mm-hmm. two a planes. Rift. Yeah, a rift, as it were. This is when, like, a large area, so example that it gives in this, at least, is Feywild. When a large area like that sometimes shifts into the natural world. <laughs> oh, so, like, the city I was just talking about. Exactly. <laughs> oh. This is why I don't use these words. I know. It's I just fine. say things happen and players deal with it. And then, uh, <laughs> not not untrue. <laughs> That's how you run a game. Um, and then you have a variety of rituals that can be performed to oh, potentially, yeah, spells, yeah, spells um, magical items. Um, and then, if you know, depending on the campaign you have or the DM or whatever, however things go for you, <laughs> you could potentially. Have a planar vessel, which would be fucking dope. <laughs> like a gift pirate ship or something. Exactly. <laughs> so there's many ways to do the the travel part of it. Right. So it's just a matter of like, oh, did we just stumble upon this and we're just now in the fucking shadow belt? You, like, yeah. you would never know. Exactly. Or is it something where you actually like, okay guys, we're we're gonna go. Wouldn't that be awesome? Plan hey, your just, journey. Let's go to this, um... You're lost in this forest, but here's this cool town. Let's reprovision. <laughs> we'll sleep for the night, and we'll wake up in the Feywild. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how do we get back? Well, you know, uh, in about two years, three months, and seven days, you know, when these two planets are aligned. Excuse me. How often? <laughs> well, 
three years, seven months. Uh, no! no! <laughs> Somebody better be keeping track of that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, God help you if you don't. I think at that point you're like looking for an alternative way home. Probably, but still, somebody should or still... Or accepting your lot. Your fate, yeah. Like, this is it. <laughs> cool. How much to rent the room for that? <laughs> Actually, one day less. So, like, when you come for me for another night's pay, because you'll have the books, right? Like that. You just, <laughs> When you come, just come to me when I'm out of nights, mm-hmm. and I'll be sure to leave the inn to my home world. <laughs> <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> Good night. I, I gotta I'm go gonna back. be... Mind if I do dishes for two years, seven months, whatever. I <laughs> uh, no no. I will I will know the exact date I will leave. <laughs> um one other thing that I wanted to mention, just because it is in fifth edition, at mm-hmm. least in the DMs guide, mm-hmm. um, which we did kind of touch on, was one you had mentioned the river sticks as, yep. you know, this interconnective chain mm-hmm. link, however you wanted to find that. <laughs> Another one that this that fifth edition mentions is the infinite staircase, which totally intrigues me so much. <laughs> Interesting. Um, have you read about? No. Nope. No. Okay. Cool. So I will paraphrase as best I can for this, but it is in the DM's fifth fifth edition guide. Okay. Okay. So basically, it's extra dimensional spiral staircase that, as you do, you know connects the planes okay so it's like an entrance can usually appear as a nondescript door so it's one of those things like oh we're just traveling around what the fuck yeah exactly like it can just appear and on top of that um it it's one of the places at least according you know fifth edition don't know if it's mentioned anywhere else i doubt it uh, it might be new for 5th edition. I think it might be. Because I don't remember ever seeing it. There's someone knows. Someone? Someone? Someone. peeper. Someone. someone knows. <laughs> um, it's said to be a place where someone can find their um, heart's desire. Lies. Never believe that when... I mean, listen, any if old I lady find... says it. Listen, if I find a fucking door in the middle of the woods and I go down these fucking infinite stairs, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to figure out where my heart's desire is at that point. Because I can't go back. I can't go back at that point. It's fucking stairs. You gotta see where it goes. Yeah, but do you go up the stairs or down the stairs? P- pick one. Good luck to you. <laughs> infinite staircase. <laughs> Starve to death trying to find the end of the stairs. <laughs> No, not this door. It's not the bottom yet. No, no. What if there's no bottom? Oh, there's going to be a bottom. There's going to be a bottom, guys. 22 years later. So, and and the thing, too, with the infinite circuit, it's not just the same. Like, it changes throughout whatever plane you you go to. That's crazy. So, that's really cool. That's neat. Yeah. And, like, maybe, hopefully, there'll be another door you can go in or out of at one point or another. Which is why I mentioned the heart's desire thing, because, like, you're on a specific quest or whatever, you know, that could mm-hmm. be tied in in some way. Who who freaking knows? Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool to just be like, go for a little journey. A little journey. A little journey. <laughs> may long or may journey. journey. Long ass journey. May or may not be back. But, you know, depending on if, you know, oh, are you true or right for this quest or whatever, you know, you could, you could potentially open another door. Maybe. Maybe. If you're lucky. Hopefully. Your prayer of heart. <laughs> Good luck to you. Get booked. <laughs> stairs. Stairs forever. <laughs> so 
I just wanted to mention that because it does mention that, and, and it mentions that with the river sticks as well. Mm-hmm. So definitely something to toy with for fifth edition, or even you know, bring it. You can just make up whatever you it, want for real. Room <laughs> full of doors that go to random places, which I'm pretty sure we've discussed before. Yeah. You just it's D and D. You're flying by the seat of your pants. Make shit up and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck with your players. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> there's, there's that. That's a real thing. <laughs> you, know, they don't know. you planned it the whole time. Exactly. What do they, they know? Yeah, they don't know. They don't know when, uh, when you're making shit fly out of your ass. <laughs> Unless you like really throw the book in the air behind you right. and just start spewing out things, then they know they've <laughs> they've done it to themselves. <laughs> Um, so I think that's gonna pretty much wrap up this episode for The Untamed Rant. Yeah. I think, uh, that'll be it. Unless we decide to do an episode on a whole specific plane. Yeah. Which could be really interesting. Maybe someone will vote for it. Maybe. Get out Uh, there and vote, people. Until then, (laughs) be sure to check out our blog at thewanderingalchemist.com. There you can find previous episodes of our rant, plus our actual play podcasts, you can also check out the blog for tips, tricks, weekly articles-ish uh, <laughs> on tabletop gaming and general nerdiness. Also, um, we really love what we do and we really hope that you do as well. Um, if you do, please help support us and become a patron at www.patreon.com and search for The Wandering Alchemist. Um, pledges from a dollar and up still, <laughs> give you early access to the podcast and the Cracks of the Rift book chapters based on our Pathfinder campaign, which we have mentioned. <laughs> yes. A couple million times now. Um, <laughs> as a patron, you will also receive a welcome package on your first month, which will include at least a wristband, and every month your patron will be entered into exclusive giveaways. Yes. Um, if you would like to contact us directly with questions, comments, or to report a planar bleed, definitely, please do, please use the uh, contact information located in the notes of this episode. As always, I am the Untamed Scribe, also known as Eric. And I am the Wandering Alchemist, John Crowley. Thank you for listening, everybody. See ya! See ya!